So what happens is your so your body primarily uses glucose. That's the first first form, of, the main source of energy. And essentially, the brain needs glucose, so carbohydrates, to function. That's how it functions best. And for your listeners as well, um, when you're exercising, high intensity exercise, you need carbohydrates for that because the body just can't break down fat and protein quick enough. Hello and welcome to the UK Surf Show. We are your hosts, I'm Pete. And I'm Leighton. On this episode, we speak to the extremely beautiful and intelligent Rachel, my partner, who's a dietitian. Yes, and this is the third part in the series. So we've done mind, body, and this is fuel. So Rachel is qualified to tell you what you can eat. (laughs) (laughs) Anything she doesn't say, you're not allowed to eat. (laughs) So no, she goes through with this on this one different things for fueling your body before surf and after surf and goes into the science of it a lot where my eyes went like glassy and I didn't know what she was talking about. Yeah so uh, <laughs> Pete does this thing called the computer look. I think we've mentioned it before where he just totally shuts off and nobody's at home. <laughs> it's like he's look, looking through you. So yeah, yeah, That happened a lot. Yeah. I'm not good with the cleverers. <laughs> um, before we get into this one, though, we've got a couple of discount codes for you. So the North Core one, that will get you 15% off anything you order at North Core. Go across to them and use the discount code SURFSHOW at the checkout, and that will get you 15% off anything you order until the 30th of September. And we also have a discount code for the Logfin Co., and that is the UK Surf Show 10. Head over to logfinco.co.uk and get 10% off your fins. And they've got a few other things on there as well, actually. Nice nice website, yeah. Yeah, yeah. really, really love those fins. <laughs> Going to be skin. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we'll get straight into this one. And here we go. Just a quick disclaimer before we get into this episode, if you are having any medical problems or dietary problems or any problems in general, go and seek medical help or a professional's advice. Don't take what is on this podcast as gospel for you. This is just meant as a guideline for a better life and better nutrition. Hello, I'm Rachel and I'm a currently a practicing dietitian in the NHS. Yes. And um, so you're my partner. Yeah. She didn't know that, but she does now. (laughs) I'm I'm letting the listeners know. Um, So can you tell everybody what a dietitian actually does? Yeah, so it's a really varied role. Essentially, it's focused on nutrition and health. We don't just work in the NHS, you get private practitioners as well. So my my role, for example, currently I'm in a gastro uh, rotation so I look after people with liver disease Crohn's disease ulcerative colitis uh, celiac disease pancreatitis anything from the mouth to the other end basically the bumhole. Um, <coughs> uh, yeah and it's all sort of nutrition related so how can diet help um, improve that person's quality of life and their health essentially so what's the difference between a dietitian and a, I'm going to say it wrong, nutrition, nutritionist? Yeah, you said it yeah. right. <laughs> so this is quite a common question. A dietitian is a protected title. So to be classed as a dietitian, you have to have gone to university and studied an accredited course. And 
we are registered with the Healthcare Professions Council or the HCPC and anyone can go on and check that so you can see that I'm on there you can see my registration number and find your address (laughs) yeah (laughs) Uh, nutritionists some of them do study at university for three years but it's not protected title so you then unfortunately get the people that go on to the internet and just tell you what you should do a day course and um they that can then class themselves as a nutritionist and they don't have the same qualifications or knowledge as those nutritionists that have done all that extra studying and yeah have the full qualification i suppose that's quite a vicious part to be in isn't it because I'm trying to I'm trying to word this without going. <laughs> so you know what you're talking about, and nutritionists don't. But I said it wrong then, didn't I? Nut- nut- oh, I can't say. No, it, but- there's a lot of a lot of brilliant nutritionists, and there's a lot of work in public health. Um, yeah, that's what I mean. That so they've got they've got a stigma to deal with that because there's people that can just get a certificate and do it. They've they've sort of got a stigma to deal with where they've so they, got to do prove- they get a degree. Um, if they've done a degree in it, yes, then then they have a. But they can't a work in the NHS. Um, no, so currently nutritionists can't work in the NHS. It's not they're not registered like we're registered with the HCPC. They don't get registered like that. But that also means that for us, being registered with the HCPC means that we're held accountable. So we have to prove that we're working under current research, <clears throat> and everything that we advise has to be based on evidence which isn't necessarily the case for nutritionists. nutritionists. Which is where you come into these problems with people that have done these not necessarily accredited nutrition courses and are handing yeah. out advice that, that isn't necessarily evidence-based. I think that's one of the thing, that's one of the main things like to have you on here is there's so much misinformation out there and you can, you know, you can go on the internet and go to imright.com and find whatever you want basically now but there's also a lot of stuff that says oh you should do this you shouldn't do that you should yeah, do this food you shouldn't is a really do that. difficult one isn't yeah it? and then also with like like you're saying with studies there's a lot of studies and then not until you get to the very end of it you see like oh the study's actually been funded by mm. the company who the product is for or something yeah, yeah. like that yeah. so <clears throat> so all, all your studies where do they come from all over the place so you, you have to be careful with research studies because there's a there's you it's easy to sway a study in your favor um there's things to look out for if you are reading research studies like for example the the number of people that they've used because if you only have a handful of people for example that's not going to give you the same results as you know a study that's got a larger population and it's not going to be as yeah it's not going to be a true reflection of the larger population if that makes sense yeah, so yeah so like some studies they'll do like six people and give you the average of the six people and say well that's the average yeah. over the whole and they could be selective with those people that are put, like taking part in the study yeah. so again it might not be a true reflection so yeah there's things yeah. to look so at so you're for. you're on here on our um like health and fitness and lifestyle kind of series what are we calling it? Mind, body, and fuel. Mind, body, and fuel. You right. came up with the name as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so mind, body, and fuel. So obviously it's going to be surfing based, but also it's kind of just a general healthy lifestyle anyway. So how can, like a poor diet, how can that impact your life on 
in like a negative way. Oh, gosh. So, I mean, a poor diet, as people probably can recognise it in themselves, if if you've not eaten or you feel you've not eaten particularly well. I, I use that term lightly because, you know, we all, there's all this um, focus on clean eating at the moment and that's absolutely not, as a dietitian, not what, you know, we'd promote. It's all about balance. But it can make you feel sluggish. There's definitely a link between food and mood. Without getting too technical, uh, serotonin's actually made up of proteins. So to get that, you obviously need to eat protein. For that to get into your brain, you need carbohydrates. So mm. without one or the other, then your mood can drop. So, oh, right. So if you're on some kind of restrictive diet, yeah, it yeah. could affect the serotonin in your brain. Yeah, so that could that could affect your mood, and you can have low mood from that. So there's you know definite links between mood and diet so you said before about i know you said about protein and and that before and there's you know there's lots of difference now with a lot of people are vegan a lot of people are very anti-vegan or you know the meat-based diet or so and and you were saying to me like meat is a whole protein if i'm getting that right but then you can complete protein yeah, yeah complete protein sorry and then but you can get that from beans on toast but you have to have you can explain it because i'm going to just get muddled and just tell everyone just to eat beans on toast for the rest of their life <laughs> yeah so um there's a lot of criticism both ways isn't there between meat eaters and non-meat eaters um but essentially you can get the same sort of protein profile from both um generally meat is a complete protein and that basically means that you've got more or less all of the required amino acids that you need from it but you can get that from a vegetarian diet by combining the right foods. So what you were saying is correct. So if you have beans on toast, you've got complementary proteins there, which make that into a complete protein. That's got to be wholemeal. And the same. Toast, yeah. <laughs> Not beans on white bread. <laughs> yeah, and you've got your fibre and everything in there as well. Yeah. Um, and the same goes for if you're having rice, for example, if you just added um, a can of kidney beans and mixed beans into it. Yeah. Um, similar thing with that. So it's not true that you can't get, you know, the same profile from from non-meat sources. So that's not common knowledge, is it? Combining foods to make complete proteins and things like that, which is why I'm really lucky and you sort out <laughs> our food. Um, that's why I live on Pizza Hut and you, <laughs> and you get full-on meals prepared for you yeah, and know what to we're eat. we're plant-based, aren't we? Yeah, and we're we all are, actually, aren't we, in this room? Yeah. So that kind of brings us on to, like, fad diets and stuff that are right there. So do you have to deal with people coming in saying, oh, I've only been eating this or I've been on, you know, the Atkins diet or... Uh, yeah, all the time. People have... Um, <laughs> people try all sorts of weird and wonderful diets, generally... To lose weight, that's kind of the trend. Oh, oh can I ask a question? <laughs> Go on. What's the weirdest diet you've seen? Ah, uh, the weirdest diet I've seen. Or what's the weirdest diet you've heard about? Probably probably the cabbage water diet. Oh, what's that? Good. People drinking cabbage water. <laughs> it smells like arse. Or the, the, <laughs> the, tea, the tea diets that were a bit of a trend as well. You know, the I think... Well, I can't, I'm not going to name specific ones, actually. Um, but there was a trend in people drinking tea to lose weight as well. What, just and not And it was being promoted by, again, the whole influencers on Instagram, a lot of it. Oh, right. By people who had no nutritional background. 
That's yeah. the other thing yeah, you've got to deal does, with. Yeah, does that, uh, I was going to say, does that make your job harder now with like you get influencers and you go on Instagram and someone says, you should they, just yeah. eat fish assholes for the rest of your life. And, <laughs> you know, you get weird shit like that. I think um, from a dietetic from? perspective, it's um, probably a bit easier for us because generally the people that we're seeing are, are acutely unwell. Yeah. So I think possibly nutritionists get that more we do get lots of memos of our family asking you questions on what they should do yeah i get i i have had stuff i have had yeah a few friends asking what they should eat to lose weight um i suppose it's that same sort of thing as when you've been a doctor like someone just come around and just drop their trousers what do you think of this (laughs) you're like oh no and like you know yeah (laughs) (laughs) i got a comeback (laughs) Uh, so um, uh, well let's go through some of the some of the fad diets that you can kind of debunk yeah okay. you got the list pete i can't see that far i can't read your writing though it looks like a... <laughs> it's written in crayon i can't say anything that's not going to offend some group of people whatever i say about you uh right the so... keto diet's like the the common one at the minute yeah. isn't it yeah so the <clears throat> keto diet that was the first on my list yeah ah. actually yeah so Very what's good. the keto diet um so essentially the body runs off, primarily runs off glucose, which comes from carbohydrates. The keto diet aims to move the body's energy source over to fats and proteins, which turn into ketones, hence the keto diet. It's, it has a place. It definitely has a place. There are, um, there's a certain type of epilepsy that actually can, it can reduce the number of fits that that type of epileptic has if they go on the keto diet something to do with how the the brain uses the carbohydrates but it's yeah it's a really common a really common one that we get people so what what sort of side effects would someone get if they've been on a keto diet and they shouldn't be on one so what happens is your so your body primarily uses glucose that's the first first form of the main source of energy and essentially the brain needs glucose so carbohydrates to function that's how it functions best and for your listeners as well um when you're exercising high intensity exercise you need carbohydrates for that because the body just can't break down fat and protein quick enough so on a question on that what if someone's like saying like they're no carbs they're no carb diet yeah because that is was the other the Atkins diet? So it's like a similar, yes, a similar similar yeah. diet, yeah. Because that's a, that's a big thing. I, I hear like even to people around me saying, "Oh, I'm cutting out carbs at the moment," or like I'm not having carbs and stuff. You know, you hear this. That's one of the things you hear a lot: yeah. not having carbs. So surely that's a really bad thing to do. Then, well, I mean, it it can it people fa- it works for people if they're you know, trying to lose weight, for example. Which is why you know why it become has become such a trend because. It has worked for people. What's the danger for for being on it? Like, what's the downside of being on it uh, from your point of view? So ketones um, in the body, when they build up, essentially it's like an acid. So if it when they build up in your blood, it can make your blood more acidic and effectively kind of act like a poison. And it's commonly seen, this is an example, in diabetics. Um, so they effectively can't use the glucose in the blood because they can't produce insulin to use it so they go into something called ketoacidosis because their body switches to using fat and protein 
or ketones and then it builds up and they go into this ketoacidotic state Mm -hmm. and that can make them really, really ill. Um, So it can cause vomiting, it can make them go clammy, it can lead to them going into comas as well it's quite so serious it's then not <laughs> that not that that necessarily happens to to everyone yeah because your body doesn't just move from carbohydrates to fats and proteins it can break down some amino acids and glycerol to convert them into glucose as well so your body's quite good at adapting like that i reckon i understood about three percent <laughs> of everything you just said <laughs> So, it's a minefield though, but isn't it? It is, it is. And essentially your brain your brain needs uh carbohydrate to function, it needs glucose to function. And like I say, for your if you're exercising and your aim is to get fitter and and to for your surfers to be performing optimally, yeah. the best way for them to do that is to have carbohydrates because the body can break it down quicker. So if they're relying on protein and fat, yeah. then they'll find it harder what's the diet shakes yeah so how are they any good is it a is it is it a fad or is there a place for them so i think my position on them is that uh there's there's obviously a place for them in certain certain conditions certain situations um they do work for certain people um as an example they they've got a place in um some diabetes management um but again you have to be careful because you need to make sure that you're getting all the nutrients that you need in your diet not all shakes do so you know if you're having them as as meal replacements then uh, yeah that's that's the ones you sort of see like oh have these shakes and you don't need to eat you can just have three shakes a day or two shakes a day in a meal. Yeah, and the other thing is a lot of these a lot of these fad diets, this will be a trend with the majority of them, is they're very short-lived. So over a short period of time, they might work for people and they do work for people. People get a lot of weight loss out of them and a lot of success in that, um, in terms of that. But <clears throat> they're not sustainable and they're not sort of lifelong. So once it's- you've had, once you've achieved that goal, it's... It's whether you can work out, uh, you know, a nutritional routine, I suppose, that then you can maintain that and maintain a healthy yeah, lifestyle. Is, is, that, is that the same thing you find with a lot of diets? Like people go on a diet, lose loads of weight and then come off the diet and just go back to normal. And then yeah, just and they'll just the bounce back. back. Yeah, because so it's just a circle of continually So that, that's dieting. because of their lifestyle though, isn't it? Yeah. So it's not just because it's... Like we've discovered whilst doing this series, it's not just one thing. It's not just uh, your diet. It's, you know, the your health and fitness and maybe your mental state as well. Yeah. So that's probably why, isn't it? They're just doing the diet. I can't diet. I go into a panic as soon as I mention the word. I think, all oh, right, I'm going to go on a diet. I'm hungry. I'm hungry. <laughs> well, this is the other thing. Um, this is the other thing. It, the word diet. it's got quite a negative connotation behind it doesn't it it is about restricting when actually you know just eating normally is a diet isn't it it's a yeah it's a type of diet so yeah i think it's important to just recognize that and and try to not put such a a negative spin on on the word yeah that is yeah that's quite useful for a lot of like i always think literally 
I do have that. And I know I was like saying it jokingly, but if I think, right, I'm going to go on a diet, I wake up the next day, think, right, I'm going to go on a diet, I'm going to eat healthy, I'm going to do this. And like, by the time like half past eight in the morning comes, I'm like, I'm starving. (laughs) Yeah, panic. Yeah, it doesn't need to be restrictive. That's the other thing. A lot of people tend to fail because they're trying to do something that's, you know, overly restrictive and they just can't manage it. So, um, you know, you're better mm. off it that that everything in moderation has definitely got, you know, standing because you're not going to be, you know, restricting your favorite foods or the calories so much that you're needing to then kind of binge mm. yeah. after. Uh, what then, about uh, what about the carnivore diet? So just eating meat. Yeah, this or, is an interesting or animal products, one. I think it is as well, isn't it? I don't, no. I don't really know a lot about it. I just, yeah, I think you can have It's taken quite a products. lot of traction, isn't it, um, in recent... Is that a kickback because of veganism's become so popular? I don't know. Um, <laughs> Why don't you know? <laughs> <laughs> the difference, from my perspective, the difference is you're missing quite a lot of nutrients from just eating meat that mm-hmm. you get from... You know, roughage, for example, there's, you know a whole host of evidence about the importance of fiber in your diet and how it helps to reduce the risk of bowel cancers and and things like that. And, um, it, you know, you're, you're going to be missing out on things like that. Um, essential nutrients that you're getting from fruit and veg, you're, you're not going to be getting if you're Mm -hmm. just eating meat. Um, whereas, you know, it, if you're having a more of a plant-based diet, you can get a broader range of nutrients from from plants. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that, that would be another question is that. So, like, main differences between someone saying, right, I'm going on a carnivore diet or I'm going on a vegan or plant-based diet. The plant-based diet, you, you can get everything you need in a plant-based diet? You can, yeah. You have to be more careful. Um, that's definitely... You definitely have to be more careful with it um, because there's certain nutrients which are easier absorbed if they're from animal yeah. sources, like iron, for example. Um, <clears throat> and omegas are, are easier to absorb from sort of fish sources. But you can get them from plant sources. Yeah. You just have to be... You have to sort of do your education around it, really. Do your research and... Yeah. Does, have you found a difference now as well? There's... I know a lot of people go to a plant-based diet and there's so much like processed plant-based food out there now. Do you think that'll have a long-term effect or is that a difficult question to answer? Do you know what I mean? It's, a bad diet's a bad diet, whether yeah. it's, you know, a plant-based diet, a, you know, a meat mixed diet, whatever. It's, um, you know, those those foods are full of saturated fats and um, tend to be full of a lot of salt and things like that. So... To stay away from can, as much processed food as you can. Yeah, processed processed food, you know, is processed food. So mm. um, it, it doesn't matter if if they've plastered vegan or plant based on the front of it. It doesn't it doesn't make it healthier than. Yeah. So, uh, so sorry, you just said then about good fats and bad fats. What are the good fats and bad fats? Good fats and bad fats. Yeah. So <laughs> some people out there is not going to know what the good fats are and what the bad fats are. Uh. So. In simple terms. <laughs> in simple terms. Um, obviously, you need fat in your diet. You do need fat in your diet. It's very important. I look like I do well with that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it is used for energy. It's also, you know, used, stored in your body for warmth and stuff. Um, 
they the the general sort of ideal is that you steer clear of the saturated fats because that's the fat which clogs up your arteries. What's what's that most commonly found in the saturated fats? Um, so uh, fats from animal sources are generally saturated fats. Your kind of um, plant-based oils are known as more healthier fats and they contain like your omegas in there, omega-3 and omega-6. You can get saturated fat in in other oils like coconut oil, for example, is a saturated fat. Um, And they tend to be the harder. So the the fats that kind of set. Ah, right, yeah. That's the easier way to sort of notice it. So So the fats that are set at room temperature. Yeah are generally the the saturated fats. Oh, that's a good tip. Yeah. yeah. So your butters and your yeah. coconut oils and yeah, yeah. Like your meat fats when so you're if you if you're on a carnival diet, um what can you expect to feel like? Because for instance, Joe Rogan uh is uh, he does some little podcast that's I never heard of him, don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> um I, I I follow him on Instagram as well <clears throat> and I think it was just over a year ago he was doing a carnival diet and he said all these benefits that happened. So he lost a load of weight. He felt more energy, just generally better. So what he only did it for about a month, I think. So why would that be? So the weight loss is fairly easy because, you know, you're cutting out um, a lot of other nutrients, you're cutting out carbohydrates, you're cutting out um, essentially, you know, a whole, whole food group there. Um, which is primarily where we get our energy from. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you're automatically reducing your calorie intake there. I imagine as well, I don't know because I've not done it. I don't mm-hmm. eat meat. So I only know from, you know, reading around. Um, but I imagine that it will affect your bowels quite a bit initially. Yeah, he did say he had explosive diarrhea for two weeks. Which, <laughs> which is always which funny. Which would, you know also contribute to weight loss yeah see i think um, that's the thing that people that people don't realize you know that yeah wow he's lost all this weight yeah a lot of that would be water weight as yeah, well exactly, um yeah. which weighs a lot on your body um but that's it's, it's not a healthy way to lose weight no, is it no. um and then, so the the argument that people have well that i've i don't suppose you can say argument like a debate i've had with people that that say that you know they just eat meat and all that and oh that's how you our ancestors would have lived and stuff. I love that line. Yeah, but it wasn't that because... Um, <laughs> so back then, say caveman kind of era, that we would eat the entire animal. Yeah, so this is the theory that I have with, with this um, debate, that back then you would eat the entire animal and that would include fibrous content because the animal would have eaten plants mm-hmm. and you'd have eaten the stomach and the stomach content mm-hmm. as well as getting nutrients from uh, you know they'd be boiling the bones as well so you'd be getting nutrients from that they'd be eating all the organs mm-hmm. which contain a lot of extra nutrients more nutrients than you're just getting from muscle meat yeah so that's where so that would make sense more sense to me yeah. although our ancestors also foraged when yeah. they couldn't find animals mm-hmm. so um yeah, we'd yeah. we'd be eating more than just meat. Mm-hmm. They didn't have McDonald's though, did they? They did not have McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> and also our ancestors didn't live as long as we did, so Yeah, like thirty six or something like this that. Is the <laughs> average life expectancy. <laughs> yeah. Um so yeah, so 
like obviously all all the diets are majority of them are all aimed at like weight loss sort of things like they're all marketed towards so what about like what's the strangest diets you've seen or heard of so there's uh there's quite there's a couple of odd ones there's the eating for your blood type diet do what now there's uh, <laughs> there's actually, I think there's you a can't book just published say that. on it actually. You can't just say that and just and there's uh, you got to explain that eating so for your a, blood type. Yeah, there's a book on um, eating for your blood type. So whoever wrote it believes that depending on what blood type you are means that certain foods work better for you. You could be healthier on certain foods. Is there any scientific evidence to back this up? <laughs> No, no. Um, That's yeah, really so, dangerous though, isn't it? Well, I mean, I, I haven't researched enough into it to mm. look how restrictive it is. It's just a, a very odd one. Um, is that, like what you were saying earlier about like, you know, qualifications and stuff. That's the same sort of thing. Any, I could I could write a book now saying the reason, the best way to be healthy is to go and catch and eat squirrels. Like You could, and some and, people might believe it, and like, that's... and something like that may have worked for you once. So you might write a book on it, isn't that? And people could read it and take it as gospel. Isn't that like like Layton just said? They're really dangerous. The amount of like information that's out there that just it seems a bit unfair that something so important isn't regulated like that. Actually, you know yeah, that? yeah, it is, and it's. I suppose it's down to to people like in my job to get their voices out there more um, into public health because we obviously do a lot in hospitals which is great for acutely ill people but you know I don't think Leighton you knew what a dietitian was before you met me did no. you? Nope. No. He still can't spell it. <laughs> nope. Nope. Um, so yeah it is it is our job really to kind of get that information out there so that people are more aware of where you know the accurate information is coming from yeah i suppose it's quite a difficult thing as well like like there is so much information out there and people think they're eating a healthy diet no matter what they're like it's that thing if you only know what your situation is and what how you're brought up how you're brought up how you live your circle of friends yeah that's what you know and you could go to another circle of friends and they'd go what the hell are you eating that for you know Mm. that's like disgusting yeah yeah Yeah, it's definitely true and um not that I want to uh, pick on a specific diet, for example, but we, you know, we uh, eat mainly plant-based, but mm-hmm. how many people have we sort of seen that have tried to give us advice on... Tried to give you advice. Uh, tried to give <laughs> that's, us that's advice on, you know, that uh, how to eat vegan, how to eat vegan or plant-based and, you know, they're, they're missing out yeah. on, you know, important... Yeah, I, the, the nutrients. Yeah, it's just yeah. so it's so funny when, when we come across someone and somebody tells you like even if like they might not know what you do for a job and we'll we'll be out somewhere and somebody's talking to you and giving you <laughs> advice on food when we tell them if we've ordered like vegan or, or plant based meal and they're giving you advice it's just, I just sit there just thinking this is so good because I can see you inside kind of like. <laughs> Oh my god, that's so wrong! That's so wrong. <laughs> it but it is difficult. Funny. It is difficult, and you know, little things like plant-based iron, for example, is different to iron that you get from meat. So 
I think it's about 10% that you absorb from, from plants, the iron from plants that you mm-hmm. absorb. Yeah. Whereas, you know, you're looking at 70 plus percent from, from an animal source. And that's, that's not common knowledge, is it? That's, no. Um, no. that's quite... Like you said about talking, though, like my wife always says it's better to be nice sometimes than right. But she's wrong. So. <laughs> <laughs> Taking her advice there, then. Yeah. <laughs> so what what about what other crazy diets have you heard about then like you eating for your blood type there's there's another blood one um which is something to do with alk making your blood more alkaline it's the alkaline diet alkaline mm. alkaline and acidic blood isn't it or something which again is i mean the research behind that's not fantastic yeah your blood i know we've mentioned about ketoacidosis and and the blood kind of changing slightly but you know that's quite extreme. It's it, you're not generally going to be able to change the pH I, of your blood. If your blood was really alkaline, hmm. then um, you'd be in hospital. So, right. So I I've heard of a couple recently actually. So one of them was a fruitarian, only <laughs> right. ate fruit. You've been okay. watching Notting Hill, haven't you? Uh, no, it's actually somebody I uh, worked with. Uh, who was said he was fruit fruitarian. I love the way you have to carefully Yeah, I do, yeah. Um, this nutter I worked with. <laughs> so fruitarian. So if you were just eating fruit. Was it just fruit? Just fruit. Just fruit. And it, it was also getting to the extreme point where it was foraged fruit. I thought fruitarian was things that only fell off the yeah, tree I naturally. It that, well, yeah. I, it, it, it might be that, but that, that's how he described it. That's like it's insane. a fruitarian. What do you do in winter? It's very restrictive, isn't it? There's no starve. It's, yeah, it's crazy. And the other one, which is super crazy, which we spoke about, was a breatharian who doesn't eat and, oh. uh, and lives off of sunlight <laughs> and air. Surely you'd be I think this is, a, well, this is a monk thing, I think. <laughs> yeah, um, it, it's, a bit, it's a bit extreme, to say the least. So... The, the guy that, on the video that I got sent, he hadn't eaten for two years, apparently. Bollocks. Yeah. Uh, and I told you about that, didn't I? Yeah. What did you say? Bollocks. <laughs> so I just find it, I, I find it strange how people can watch something like that and not think that's a conspiracy, but think that advice that's given, which has, you know, a wealth of research and information behind it could be a, a conspiracy <laughs> yeah yeah like yeah. bill gates putting a chip in your arm when you get your jab and stuff like that yeah, yeah. i'm gonna say it i don't care if you think you're gonna get a chip in your arm you're nuts if they wanted to track you everybody carries on a mobile phone put it this yeah. way right the the amount of information they have on you they yeah. don't need to listen to you you yeah. give it over willingly you sign it on facebook you sign it on instagram you sign yeah, it on all yeah. of that you give it all away and I, I really think they, they're not interested in what we're saying. They, you know, they're probably more interested in listening to... I'm going off on one, but yeah, let's not get started on that. Anyway, crazy diets. What else was there? Detox diets, that's a big one. That's an interesting yeah, one. Detox diet was, was quite a, it was quite a few years ago now. That was quite a big thing. Lots of detox books yeah, around. Yeah, juice detoxes. And, and Do they work or do they do anything? No, so again, your body is built to do that job anyway you've got a very good detoxifier in your body which is your liver um you don't need a special diet to do it your body is perfectly capable of detoxifying itself so there is a uh quite famous 
documentary on Netflix, uh, an Australian guy, I can't remember the name of it, but he does the juice diet and he does lose loads of weight and he looks like 10 years younger and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So how how does that happen if the juice diet... Well, you would lose weight because you're restricting your calories by so much it's those diets tend to be between 300 and 500 calories a day yeah something and so nat he would just naturally look younger anyway. so he's like he's so nearly you, on nearly 2000 calories a day less than he should be basically yeah yeah um so but, you would you would lose weight again you're not having any fiber if you're juicing all so your like like what would that fruit. actually do to you like in a negative way, like into your organs and stuff like that, if you're not having any fiber and. Well, the, that's sort of more long term. Um, those juice, it depends how long he's on it for, really. Those mm. juice detoxes tend to be shorter term again, don't they? Yeah. Um, so when, when I mentioned fiber, things like bowel cancers are, you know, a longer term health yeah. issue. So it's not going to necessarily cause those issues if you're doing it for you know a few days or whatever mm. but say if he was doing it for a long time and then he comes back on to like a regular diet uh would his organs or not struggle from that, that no not transition? his organs um his his body may struggle to get because it's got, got used to having only juice for a while um i bet it's, a big hard poo afterwards so um, you know, when you when you start putting solid food in your body again, it's going to be trying to claw back all those nutrients that he hasn't had in that time. Right. Um, Would that sort of thing have the reverse effect then? So, like, if you go on a diet like that and then you eat something like normal normal food, whatever that is, afterwards, and you say your body's trying to claw it back, would it grab it and store it as fat then? Because it knows... Uh, not necessarily. It, it Again, it depends on what you go back to eating after you know if he's going to go back to eating as he was before or you know eating like the higher fat foods then it'll you know effectively undo what he's right what he's done the detox for Mm. the Mm -hmm. detox so it is it is just balance and that's the main the main theme for all of it then it is just a balance yeah yeah and i think those those extreme weight loss diets as well they they have a place, I think. Um, you have to be careful on them because restricting that much isn't good for your. It isn't good for you if you're restricting. You know, so it's just a short really term. Five hundred calories a day, mm. and it is going to affect your your mood, your energy levels. Yeah. Um, but say you know, for someone that's got a specific goal, like a wedding or you know something like that, it does work for those people. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's, it's just short term, then. Yes, yeah, short term, and again, I, I think you have to be careful which kind of diet you're picking. If we, like we said, we've got like questions on some of like the fad diets that are out there and stuff like that, but mm-hmm. I think rather than breaking down, going into every fad mm, diet and yeah. saying why you shouldn't do this and why you shouldn't do that, what we should look at is what for surfers out there people because like we've got questions from people as well because we put on instagram questions and two of the main questions that we got was how to fuel our bodies before we go surfing yeah and what we should be in when we get out of the water and what sort of things what sort of foods we should be looking at to to recover to re- quickly, like yeah, yeah to perform and then recover yeah okay so i so think let's have a look at the, I, the the fuel in the surf first yeah okay 
So um, you're wanting really carbohydrate foods. Um, carbohydrate can comes in two different forms really so you're looking at having something that's got slow release and quick release carbohydrates yeah the quick release obviously makes your blood sugars go up quicker and how long so so for is how long because people won't know out there more may not know how long is a quick release before it releases and how long is like a slow release over how you know and how long does that last i mean it's, it's difficult to give give specific times but you want to be having it really sort of half an hour to 45 minutes before your activity so before yeah before you go surfing and that'll just give your body a chance to start breaking it down um so your quick release carbohydrates will be working when you go into the water and then the slow release will continue to provide that energy throughout your surf Okay, so does my a, my bag of crisps on the way count then as carbohydrates? <laughs> I mean, th- they are carbohydrates. <laughs> <laughs> so, as an so, have you got any examples of like healthy, fast, and slow releasing carbohydrates yeah. that people can eat? Yeah. So, um, specific foods are we talk about. Yeah, them? just to give people an idea, because you know, if you yeah. might say a certain type of food group, like, oh yeah, that means I can eat that. Yeah, so simple things like um, fruit toast would work. You've got the the bread in there, which if it's wholemeal as well, will be slow releasing and the fruit will be sort of fast releasing. Good old porridge with fruit. Um, And you can add a bit of honey in there as well. Or even if, you know, if you're actually on the go, so you're driving down because I know you guys are in the car for a while when you go down. Well, if I'm driving 20 minutes, if you drive (laughs) an hour and a half... (laughs) Just because it's an hour and a half away when you follow the <laughs> follow the speed limit, Peter. <laughs> so you could have that in the form of a flapjack instead. It's you know similar thing. What about a whole meal peanut butter, banana, and honey sandwich? Yeah, that would be brilliant. That's that would actually be that would be good for before and after. Actually, um, good. So it's like those um, like the OT based like stodgy foods then. That's, yeah. yeah, that carbohydrate foods, yeah. and you know, if you're adding things like fruit into it as well, um, there'll be sort of quicker release carbohydrates yeah. on top. Okay, so what about afterwards? Then, when you get out from a hard session, and obviously you're say you're in the middle of nowhere and you, there's no shops open or anything like that, something you can pack. Say you're at Saunton at ten o'clock at night and everything's <laughs> shut. Yeah, everything's <laughs> shut. You've got to go to Asda. That happens quite frequently, yes. I know, doesn't it? <laughs> Um, yeah, so after your workout or after your surf, whatever, you're kind of looking more for the protein rich foods, but you also want carbohydrate as well in there just for you to aid your recovery and, you know, your, your stores again. Mm-hmm. So you could have that in the form of a shake. That's quite easy. A protein shake is quite easy and it's, it's all measured out for you. Peanut butter and banana sandwich. I love like you peanut said. butter. Yeah. Um, nut Ooh. bar, simple nut bar because... Oh, can we have the? Can we give the recipe for your uh, your your shake? <laughs> yeah. So you, you we we bought a shake somewhere. I can't remember. You, you reckon you, you? You reckon remember, you've told me? But yeah, well, you you remembered the the recipe, didn't you? And it is absolutely fantastic. So it is wanna, fantastic. Yeah. I've, made, I've made it myself now, and uh, yeah. it's a really nice tasting protein yeah i have about 15 of them a day i i I have about three a week after working out actually shall i say it because i make it for you more often though so i'll say it so yeah we put in um one 
one banana. Uh, this is for two people, by the way. So it's, it's one banana. Is that the, the, the recipe you gave me was for two people, the one you gave me? Yeah. Do you just drink it all yourself? <laughs> do right, I do. <laughs> well, I would drink it all as well because it's amazing. So um, one banana, it's probably... 500 milligrams of sorry milliliters of oat milk i'll probably use half a carton when i do it for us i put in two heaped hemp protein uh, scoops two tablespoon heaps of hemp protein scoops i put in um, a tablespoon of flax seeds a tablespoon of chia seeds chia seeds chia 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 everyone knows what you mean yeah yeah the black ones yeah a tablespoon of peanut butter a medjool date which are amazing i think you should put more than one in i think of what the medjool dates i do too. Uh, well i put two in sometimes it depends how many we've got and i'm tight and they're expensive <laughs> so <laughs> i try to uh make them last and stretch them out a bit um protein's important but not if it costs me money <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's uh, not if he's sharing it with me and only put one in <laughs> uh, so we'll, we'll put this we can put this out on our, yeah we'll put it on the uh, website on yeah. the website yeah so because we're not doing a very good job cocoa of, powder as well you missed yeah, cocoa, yeah, co- cocoa powder so i put about a tablespoon and a half of cocoa powder blend it all up absolutely it is beautiful delicious. yeah it is really nice so actually, that'll be I, a really good recovery shake to yeah. take and you've not just got protein from the hemp in there because you've got protein in the, peanut the milk and the peanut butter and yeah. the chai seeds. Um, and so, yeah. what about if, so, like, you know, if there's two two part question? So, one, what about if someone's taking something and they can't get something like that? Like you said, peanut butter sandwich. A lot of people out there don't like peanut butter, though. Yeah, and there are yeah, people with allergies as well. Who are these people? Peanut butter allergies? Well, no, peanut allergies, <laughs> not just peanut butter allergies. Yeah. You could have, you could, it doesn't even have to be anything like that. You could make yourself a chicken sandwich or, you know, an egg, egg For and egg sandwich. Yeah, it, mm. you know, they're foods that have got protein. It doesn't have to be that complicated. Mm. You know, you're just talking about protein and carbohydrates. Right. So people can look for a food source that has the highest protein content to take with them which is convenient as long as it's not like highly processed uh, yeah i try and avoid highly processed um there's also a bit of a misconception of the amount of protein that you need that was um, the second part of the question because most people get more protein than they actually need anyway don't they yeah yeah so for uh, as an example just to keep it try trying to keep it simple this is obviously not people that are eg- exercising more than the average person, I say more than sort of three times a week, the average person requires it's probably about one to 1. 1.5 grams per kilo. So just to put that in perspective, say you've got an average 80 kilo man. It's a man generally average 80 kilos. I have no idea in kilos. Um, I'm 91. So for you, your requirements would be between 91 grams a day mm-hmm. to what, like a hundred and... 40 would that be something like that yeah grams per day mm-hmm. if you are exercising a lot um it, that can increase who do you live with <laughs> <laughs> so you know this is the other thing people tend to really push what you know what they think their requirements are and it's and you do get a lot from food so one 
200 ml glass of milk, for example, is about seven grams of protein in it. Yeah. So it builds up quite quickly in a day, especially mm. with the amount you eat. Yeah. Yeah. She was looking at you then, not um, me, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Look at me. I don't see anything. So if you're exercising quite a lot, doing a lot of strength training, your requirements might be more like 1.6 to 2.2 grams okay. per kilo. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I, I have heard people, uh, and it's obviously going to be from somebody who wants to make some money, say that they require as much as four to five grams of protein per kilo so that if that that's if you're, an insane amount so of protein yes yeah, so if you're just working out a normal amount you know say say two to three times a week what happens with all that excess protein so your body can only absorb a certain amount right the rest of it essentially goes through your kidneys and passes down into the toilet so piss <laughs> um yeah so it's 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 wasted really your body can only absorb so much and it can only store so much so any more is kind of excess to to requirements so you're right with that late so like sometimes you have protein and you're actually peeing it out and you're not using what you've paid for well i don't think i i have i don't think i have more than than what i should because it'd be interesting to see it'd be interesting to see wouldn't it if you Imagine you were peeing stuff Did. away that you bought and you paid for. Don't be saving that pee. <laughs> <laughs> drink it, drink it. <laughs> it should be like Bear grills. <laughs> Raining outside, better drink my own piss. <laughs> I'm not a, I'm not a sport-specific dietitian, so, um, uh, you know, I could be, I could be proved wrong, but... Um, but on gen- general health... Yeah, for, for, for general... For and even people that are exercising you know regularly it's not it's not that excessive you know for people that are in the olympics their requirements are obviously going to be higher we, mm-hmm. you know the olympics are on at the moment their requirements are obviously going to be higher than the average person but you know four to five grams per kilo is a mm. lot of a lot of protein that's yeah. a lot of food to be eating in a day yeah well that's why it's supplements isn't it? i think it's obviously going to be those companies trying to sell yeah. and long term if you're having that much protein there is evidence that it can cause things like kidney stones just because the amount that your kidneys are processing mm-hmm. so regularly on a daily basis and yeah yeah so that's the negative side of it is there any other downsides for having too much protein like any so kidney stones but is there anything else that can do like in a uh, not that i'm aware of it's just a, a big waste of money <laughs> really right. And, you know, if you're eating it in food, um, and even to it's like, it's, an extent... It's like protein. Is it protein in broccoli and stuff like that as well? Yeah, there's, right? protein in, in, there's protein in a lot of foods um, that you wouldn't expect. There's obviously not as much in foods like that. Yeah. You know, your main sources are obviously your meat, your meat alternatives, if you're not a meat eater. It's also in a lot of dairy foods as well. So your yogurts and milk, things like that, you'll be getting it from. Yeah. So if you're plant-based... Like lots of people are, are vegan nowadays. Um, where would what would they get their protein from? Um, like you, an adequate amount of protein. Yeah, you get you can get plenty of protein in meat alternatives. So tofu, for example, um, is a really good protein source. What about um, soya, is that any good or not? Yeah, yeah. Soya, soya is a protein. Soya protein. Yeah, and all the things they make from it. Yeah. So there's yeah. So I think we've covered quite a wide range of. Of yeah. sources of protein and what you, what you should be looking at before yeah. and after because that seems to be the yeah the one that people focus the, on. The main questions we got was 
what should we eat beforehand and what should we eat afterwards? Yeah. Protein and carbs, protein and carbs. Yeah. So when, when, when we've come home from a really hard session and there's been like three of us in the vans coming back from a surf and we've smashed a packet of uh, dark chocolate <laughs> Tesco's digestive biscuits and like two bags of <laughs> popping crisps... That's all good protein, yeah? I mean, it probably makes you feel good at the time, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. Like, it's very, it's, it's, I think you two do more now because of what your job is and what you know about like food and protein and, you know, different... I only know food and protein. I'm not going to pretend I know anything more than that. Food, protein, carbs. Yeah, food, protein, carbs, that's all I know. But you probably do a lot more now than you did, say three years ago or something like that when when we were going surfing and we'd just eat whatever on the way back yeah i think it depends what your goal is as well because you know if you're if it's if you're not looking to necessarily improve and you're already comfortable with how you're performing then it's not necessarily going to be your priority is it but if you're looking to optimize your performance and maybe improve then it might be something that you focus on a bit more. So, yeah, for, so I, think, I like, think all of this, all these three series that we've done have worked well together because you've, you know, you've got the mindfulness of like, mm-hmm. like they were saying, like breathing and everything. And then you've got like Ollie talking about the exercise and how important it is to do the exercise. And then this part to, with Rachel to fuel your body mm-hmm. and what sort of things you need to be putting in but there. But what, what, what I realized from obviously living with you and we have lots of discussions about food and stuff is that, it's it's actually doesn't have to be as difficult as it's made out. Like this is the diet you need to follow to be as healthy as you can. It's all everything is about balance, isn't it? Like, it is you, absolutely. It's, not, it's about balance and food. That people putting food into categories that are, you know bad and good. That's the that's the route you don't want to start going down because everything has its purpose. Even you know cakes chocolate those foods that generally people think are the good foods pointless. They have they do have nutritional value and they do have a place, you know, in mm, they yeah. can in, enhance your mood, can't they? And I, I do think it's so difficult now because it's there's so many things. Like you go online and look for something and you go like, right, I want to eat healthier. What do I do? And you go on one website and it says, right, you should eat 500 carrots a day and never yeah. touch a cake. And then well, you go on the other website. It's really yeah. hard to it's get a that how, balance. how you word the question as well. Like you could yeah. type in, you know, are bananas bad for me? And it will come up, yes. Are yeah. bananas good for me? And it will come up, yes. Yeah, that's no. what I mean. That's why people search for like, I know I'm right.com. That's yeah. what that, that sort of thing means. You just, you know, you go in for that, the way you word the question. Yeah. But yeah. so, so you must have seen people who think like McDonald's is good for you or, you know, bad food like, you know, pizza. junk food, pizza, burgers and stuff like that. They think they're, well, I'm eating meat and there's lettuce in there. It must be all right. I mean, yeah, and you also need to remember that people have been brought up very differently and people's ideas of what, again, I'm going to stay clear of good and bad foods because I don't believe in good and bad foods. Um, but people's idea of what might be healthy for for them, yeah. for someone else, might they might think it's really unhealthy. And just to clarify, just as an example, to clarify on that, Someone might think that having tinned fruit or vegetables might be an unhealthy option. Whereas for someone else, that might be all they can afford. Yeah. And that's totally fine. Like, you know, it's 
it's fruit or veg. It doesn't matter if it comes in a tin. It doesn't matter if it comes fresh. It doesn't matter if it comes in a freezer bag. Yeah. Um, Do you know what? You just said something then that I didn't even put into the equation. Like that could be something some all oh, someone can afford. That didn't even yeah. that didn't even cross my mind. Mm. Yeah, it's a huge part of um, it. And education as well. How yeah. you know? I've been brought up really fortunately cooking a lot of food from from fresh so for me that's normal and it's easy (laughs) it's really easy for me to do but for someone else their idea of fresh might be you know a jar sticking a jar of sauce on some mints and making bolognese that way yeah um which again you know is fine if that's if that's how it works for them then um then that's fine i think i do think there's a lot of judgment as well in society these days so if somebody wanted to try and find like do the very best they could uh with regards to the best possible diet is there somewhere that they can go that's not you know like kind of aimed at a certain type of diet not or, marketing. You know, which is, yeah, yeah or marketed to something that's totally independent and which is uh, as a result of actual proven studies yeah. so generally the place that i'd recommend people to look is the british dietetic association the bda website they've got a lot of diet sheets on there which are all evidence-based as well um you can also look at the eat well guide which um you can find on the bda website but you can also find it on the government website um and that's laid out quite nicely as a plate will that give you sort of ideas for a, a big range of budgets as well yeah, it, yeah it's got ideas for um food different food groups foods within those food groups for again like if if you eat if you're plant-based or if you're a meat eater or... Oh, they have a, they've adapted it for plant-based now, have they? Oh, it's just got... Yes, it's got lots of different options on there. So it'll have alternatives to cow's milk, for example. And yeah, as I said before, it, you know, it doesn't matter if you're going and buying your fruit and veg fresh or whether it's, you know, from a can, from from the frozen section. It's, um, it's, all, it's all still good. Yeah. Nutritious. Well, I think that's... That's given a massive amount of information on yeah. a curveball. When was the first time you surfed? Um, first time or last not, time? Not you, the first time. First I time know, first I surfed, time I surfed. think I was about five. A long a time ripper. ago then. Okay, what about the so last time? That, that, was, that was probably when the world was in black and white still then, wasn't it? <laughs> no, not quite that long ago. Not as long ago as you. <laughs> So what about the last time, though? That's more important. Yeah, when was the last time, time you went surfing? That's a while now. Oh, the last time I went oh. surfing was a while ago because I'm growing a small human. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I think it'll be a while till I get back in the water as well, unfortunately, yeah. on a surfboard. What, what can you do? Yes. So, it, you, when was the last time then before before you uh, found out that you were growing people inside of you? A person, singular. <laughs> yeah, there's only one. Definitely in there. only one. Definitely you sure? One. <laughs> you see those? You hear about those scans where there's one behind the other and they couldn't tell. Oh God! <laughs> yeah, don't, don't do that. <laughs> um, when was it? It's got to be six months ago. Yeah. Yeah. Too long. Yes. Yeah. Well. All right, let me ask a few of the other questions, because we always ask people the other questions as well. So you've got to ask the questions. Go on. Where's, a, where's your favourite place you've ever surfed? Ooh, favourite place I've ever surfed. Does it have to be UK-based? No. No. 
you know, we called the UK Surf Show, but it doesn't have to be. No, <laughs> anywhere, anywhere in the world, where's your favourite place? Probably is in the UK, actually. No, no, I lie. Probably in Morocco. Yeah. When we went, actually, with the intention of hiking the Atlas Mountains, but we got snowed off. So yes. we uh, changed tact and, and went to the coast and went surfing instead. We went to a place called Tagazoot. Yeah. That was that's, brilliant. That's uh, that's on my list of places that I want to go. You two have been there. but It's yeah. brilliant. Yeah. yeah. There's some really Big nice waves, places there. Lots of rocks. Yeah. <laughs> lots beautiful. of people. No. Not no? lots of people. No. Very quiet. Oh. Mm, not anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> it, was a, it was an up and coming. And fairly cheap. Yeah. It was an up and coming surf location. Well, I was going to say, there. it wouldn't be expensive if you went with him, would it? <laughs> we did camp. <laughs> On we the did. beach. Yeah, we, the did, we didn't pay camp. for camping. We camped on the beach. Yeah. Yeah. Save yeah. me a fortune. I say camped as well. It wasn't really camped. We slept on the beach. Yeah. <laughs> Proper adventure. This this could be actually a good 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 time to actually shine some light on what he's actually like. No, that's it. Goodbye. Because <laughs> like, I, I always do the thing of how cheap he is on, on the podcast. And, you know, that's like a running no, joke. Cheap, cheap sounds bad. It's it doesn't. It's frugal. <laughs> Is, is the, I don't uh, know. He has he has specific likes now. There's certain ketchups that he'll only have now, which have to come from Waitrose. That's your fault. That's, 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 that's my fault, isn't it? Yeah, no, yeah, that's your fault. That's both of your your fault, actually. Because so, yeah, I told you about this. It's the Stokes, Stokes ketchup. Yes, that I Stokes two pound ketchup. a bottle. I, yeah. I now cannot have any other ketchup. <laughs> it's just like yeah, brown sauce isn't that good, but the ketchup's banging. Yeah, yeah. It really is good. Yeah, and so then, you know you have a few things. That... You have a few things you spend money on. Well, and it's like, like when I the very odd occasion I have a cup of tea. Um, so it just used to be tea <laughs> to, to me. It just used to be tea. But but Rach is like unbelievable, kind of. I've got an acquired taste. Tea yeah. connoisseur. <laughs> yes, yeah. It's it's just ridiculous. We've we've got like fifteen different teas in the house, um, and so now I I can't drink anything else unless it's Twinings. <laughs> like that makes me feel really bad because it's like five quid or loosely for, for 80 tea bags five quid are you joking <laughs> like, what are they made out of gold they taste really good and now I, now I don't want anything else <laughs> but I still resent paying five quid for them yeah he does resent paying anything for anything doesn't he <laughs> bless him yeah but that is nice yeah so I think Anything else we anything else on that list we wrote? No, out of no, stuff? that was I it. Think we I think, yeah, I think we covered everything. We covered the majority of the questions that were that were came came in for people as well. Well, we all the questions really were fuel, how to fuel your surf, and how to recover, yeah. and then all the others were just messing around, like, oh, in the cake shop, there's this donut or this donut. Which one? <laughs> which one's the best for the surf? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I think thank you very much for your time. That's all right. It's been a pleasure. I hope you weren't too nervous. <laughs> you have been nervous all day. It's really weird. I have. Yeah. You did really well. Well done. <laughs> so patronising. Thanks for that, Rach. <laughs> yeah, thanks. That was, uh, yes, very informative. Um, yes, hopefully people will take something away from that because what I really like about it... Um, <laughs> what I really like about my girlfriend... <laughs> <laughs> no, but it, hopefully people will think that um, it's you don't have to follow a really strict diet, you know. Like like Rachel said, is she doesn't like uh, the word 
bad or good foods. Yeah. You know, it is a balance. Yeah. So people just need to find the right balance. Thing. I think, and that is really... Yeah. And I, th- I think also it's quite a difficult job because it's a subject that not everyone's going to agree with. People are going to have their own opinions on. Yeah. You know, and... But that's that's the good thing with having Rachel on is that what she's saying is, is kind of medically proven. Yeah. You know, and um, yeah, I just like liked the almost like giving people the the right information on some of the fad yeah. diets and and you know i was surprised when rachel that some of them actually do have a place yeah uh, what's it what's ricky gervais say when did it become more important that your feelings are more important than facts yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah so you know you got so you got some of the facts there there's obviously things that you might have wanted to know that we didn't cover but we tried to cover as much as possible yeah in and that then, time. The, then the main the main question we got was yeah. pre and post surf. Yeah, the main uh, question you know, that we got ridiculous amount of, what can I eat pre-surf, what can I eat mm. post-surf to help me fuel and to help me recover afterwards. Yeah. And it's got to be convenient because obviously yeah. it's going to be consumed in a van or a car on the way to or from. Or like when you forget and you leave your sandwiches in front of the van and you drink and you go surfing, and you come out and it's been boiling hot and everything's yeah. warm afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we'll put a few things on our website, won't we? Yeah, and we're we'll, also going to put a few things on Instagram. Yeah, we'll put the um, we'll put the shake, that protein shake thing that uh, you showed yeah. uh, on um, our website and on Instagram. Yeah. We'll put some before and after things, little snack things you can eat or take with you. That yeah, will help. Rach, Rach mentioned yeah. them to me, but we'll, yeah, we'll put them put on, on the on the website as well. And we'll put links to the BDA. So people can head over to the British Dietetic Association website where it'll have the Eat Well plan on there. Plan, guide, guide play. Yeah, yeah. We don't uh, know what we're talking about. That's why no, we had Rachel on, because yeah. we well, don't know what she, we're talking about. <laughs> uh, to, to give... Um, Rachel, a, a bit more credit actually. When she did study the dietetics, she got first, so which is really hard to do that in this area. So she really, really does know what she's talking about. And uh, I'm extremely lucky. Yeah, like, you're extremely lucky because you get food cooked for you and everything. It's all worked out for me. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you get your food worked out for you. You don't have to do anything. Oh, except for, you know, life and go to work. Ah, oh, it's nothing. You, <laughs> you tell people to do what to do at work as well. <laughs> no, not really. Not really. Yeah, I get, oh, there's something in the freezer if you want it. <laughs> <laughs> That's nice food. It is. I've got a whole... I, well, no, you cook loads. You're, you I cook, cook, you yeah. cook in your house. I, I know, because if you tasted the food, what I get if I don't cook. It's <laughs> <laughs> so cruel to Yeah, her. she's going to be on a programme. Can't cook, shouldn't cook. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because there, there actually are a lot of like, like through COVID and stuff like that, a lot of people have put down, put down, put on weight during lockdown yeah. and want to get healthier and eat healthier food now, you know? Yeah. And, and, but uh, me and Rachel have chatted about this before and she has said before that, you know, you can be healthy and overweight. Um, so it's not like if you're over your, you know the average weight for your height or whatever it's it's un, you're unhealthy yeah but you know at, at the same time it's really difficult to to find that balance isn't it yeah especially like especially through covid because people are just kind of comfort eating i suppose i don't know what you're on about <laughs> <laughs> every day's a comfort eat for me <laughs> yeah but i thought it was a good one yeah it did very yeah, well definitely and um yeah a lot of good information in there about what sort of things you should be looking at to eat pre and post which is 
Yes. You know, which I think I think people a lot of people sort of know, but they don't mm. know exactly what they've got to be looking for. And, you know, to have it from someone who does that's what they do for their profession. Yeah. You know, talk about talk to people what their diet should be and what they yeah, should yeah. and shouldn't be eating and sort of things like that and how Well to, how many times have I jumped in the van when we've gone surfing and you're like, Oh, you've brought food? It's like, well, yeah. There's a pasty what? shop on the way. <laughs> yeah, but uh, like I generally bought like a peanut butter sandwich or something like that. Why well, many times have I jumped in with a smoothie for you and you're like, I'm not drinking that shit. <laughs> oh, God, what the fuck is that? <laughs> Some green sludge. <laughs> yeah. No, no thanks. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, it is. But, but that then, protein shake. Yeah, that protein we'll shake. We'll put that on the yeah, we'll I don't think we did a very good job of yeah. explaining it because we kept laughing and like kind of going away from the actual list. But if yeah. somebody can work out the list from that, if not... We'll put Go it on online, the website, yeah, but it and, is yeah, really, really, it's good a really good one, yeah, yeah. And then on that, on that, how many times have I got into the van with sandwiches and and protein and shakes and blah blah blah? Yeah, which one of us lives with the person who knows what all the good food is? Which one of us? And which one of the person? Which one of us goes? Oh, should we get Domino's tonight because they do a vegan pizza? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I am very lucky. She does organise all our food. Yeah. So it's yeah because before you were with Rachel, you your cooking was shocking. Yeah, well, well, first, still is. The first it's just meal, Rachel does it. First, the first meal you ever cooked me, actually. Yeah, we'll go back to that one. The first time I ever like came to your house for tea and your mum wasn't there, you went, "Oh, do you want some food?" He cooked me fish fingers, chips, and beans. The beans stuck to the pan. The fish fingers were burnt on the outside and frozen in the middle, and the <laughs> chips were uh, the chips, and they tasted like wood. <laughs> it was, it was the about, chips were like it must have been fifteen or something like that. So. Yeah, but it didn't improve in like ten years. It after still that. hasn't. That's yeah, why Rachel cooks. You cooked you cook me that um, that fried breakfast thing not long ago when you conned me into doing your roof for you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't actually. I, I, if you remember rightly, you took over and did it. I just had the ingredients. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, actually. I think that was actually when Rachel was at uni and <laughs> I came round and you were going, help, I don't know how to look after myself. <laughs> You're not very good with food. I'm yeah. Cooking it. Um, but yeah, so more information be on our instagram and on our website yeah on our website um yeah don't forget go and follow us on all the socials and leave a review or go and click that little five star button on itunes and say yeah thank you we've had some nice comments lately yeah and uh yeah don't forget if you've got any messages or anything or you want to know anything or want us to talk about anything just send us a message and let us know what your thoughts are ask your questions because when we started that's what we started doing asking answering questions that people sent in so yeah and i miss them questions yeah we don't get as many do we no i just a- normally i just answer them over instagram now and forget yeah. about doing it on there but yeah so um thanks a lot for listening don't forget use those codes for the logfin co and for north for core. north core the uh the logfin co guy put a picture of himself so you know what he looks like now on instagram the other day and we've been having some conversations with him and he's absolutely hilarious yeah, funny guy, funny guy. <laughs> i won't tell you what he actually said but it's no. uh can i say that on the podcast no you can't say on the podcast no. swiftly moved on all right it was funny it was about yeah, well i can say the you're one you're gonna bit. do it anyway i'm gonna yeah. do it anyway yeah. <laughs> i'm gonna do it anyway it was uh might not, we, we, might not like it no i'll ask him it'll be fine um he's saying about i was saying about us going to uh over to wales going surfing and i said but Leighton won't share a van with me for some reason i don't know why 
Because you know what? Your ridiculous snoring, oh, which well, is anyway. like a yeah, she flipping said. animal, like a wild animal <laughs> loose in the van. I would have said I would have got out the van, taken the handbrake off, and just watched you roll down the hill. Yeah, that's a damn good idea. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't I think of that? Yeah, you should have done. Yeah, and then some other comments as well, which were very funny, but I won't repeat. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so his company's really cool, and they got some beautiful fins. Yeah, really nice fins on there. Yeah. Yeah. Proper skint you out fins because they're so nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, so don't forget to go and use those codes. Go over to North Core as well and use the stuff over there. And you know they've got every accessory you can think of for your surf life over there as well so we will see you next time with another episode because <laughs> i don't know <laughs> what it is yet, yet no. <laughs> no i'm all over the place with editing and everything so i don't know what's next yeah. so yeah cool look forward to that we will too see you later cheers bye